clowns, giant monkeys, and snark. That's what we're here for. This is... Car- ah, damn it. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Alien clowns, giant monkeys, and snark. That's what we're here for today. This is Candy Coated Razor Blades. I'm your host with the most, Bob. I know, that's so cheesy as hell. Yeah. I'm... I, I am... Well, shit, I don't have a rhyme. I... <laughs> I'm sidekick with significantly less. <laughs> Andy. He's the Oxford comma that you always forget to use. Andy. God damn it. That didn't take long. <laughs> so. All right. So this is our first foray into this cute little podcast thing. I think it's wonderful. Um <laughs> So, I, I guess we just have two things on the agenda today. First being the new It trailer. The new It trailer, which I was planning to watch again before we started this, but I didn't. You bastard. Uh, you bastard. Give me a play-by-play. <laughs> Talk slow. Talk slow. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't think we need a play-by-play. All I know is that it looks fucking hot. And we finally get to hear, what the hell is his name? Skarsgård is that is he one of the Skarsgård brothers I couldn't this is where research comes in handy we we have these little things that live in our pockets hang on a minute we're, we're prepared for this hang fortunately on. I can edit all of this out right Pennywise 2017 it is la, 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 la. it is Bill Skarsgård yay I got it right that's not one of the Skarsgårds I know well, he's he's the youngest of the scars. William, I, I William Skarsgård, of the New Hampshire Skarsgårds. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So okay. So he is he is um, he is the he is the Pennywise, the proverbial, the ti- titular, yeah. titular, 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 titular. It. <laughs> Just remember, I have used the word tit as a verb. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, it looks like I mean, uh, Mister Skarsgård does have. Um, some horror chops. He was in Hemlock Grove, so that makes me happy. Mm. He's also in Allegiant. Uh, he's the son of Ske- Stellan Skarsgård, and uh, her name is Mai. His mother's name is Mai, M-Y, <laughs> which makes me feel like she's owned somehow. Uh, my Skarsgård, not my yours. Skarsgård, not yours. So <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah, uh, good to know. So, but his his take on I'm out. Okay, so I don't. I've never actually seen. I've never seen the um, the miniseries. It. I have never read it. I know very I don't little. Even know you anymore about it? I'm just. I never got there. <laughs> so, um, but the vibe I'm getting just from seeing him in the in the trailer seems to be kind of like Heath Ledger Joker to to the. I guess to the Jack Nicholson. I was thinking more Cesar Romero, but yeah, sure. Well, it, it's well, I mean, because yeah, I have seen it. I have seen the uh, the the miniseries, and I have read the book. And the it in the miniseries played by Tim Curry, obviously, uh, who is a wonderful human being, and I, I'm hoping that you know he's he's still in as good a health as he can be. Yeah, because horrible things happen to him, and that's horrible. Uh, and I really need to find a word other than horrible because, yeah. So anyway, the vocabulary um, is horrible. He played Pennywise very much like I'm a clown. Uh, you know, very much like kuk, 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 here's a balloon. Kuk, kuk. I mean, literally to the point of using that voice. Yeah. At, at some point in in the show, uh, and then he just reveals those those razor sharp teeth and, and that's when that that comes out i am not necessarily a huge fan of the miniseries just because it's so television it, it's watered down it's not like the book at all right. well it is to i mean it has to be but um it was good for what it was at the time uh, I think that it did need to be updated. And, you know, this is where people are going to yell at me. I will always say, and I've said this in the blog, um, I will always say that I will judge a remake on its merits. I won't just say, oh, my God, it's a remake. Ew. Yeah. So, yeah, well, fuck that. Not having seen the original, this looks looks interesting. Um, it looks good. It looks like, they're, looks like they're going, like, for, looks like they're going for a serious tone. 
which is good. I mean, the book was yeah. super serious, right? So, so there, there was humor in it, obviously, because you can't have you can't have a clown without some kind of humor, right? Uh, but but you also can't have any kind of novel that is so grim and so dark without having those pops of humor oh, in right. there, which, which is um one of the reasons that I uh, the character. Richie exists because his whole deal is coping through everything with humor. So I, I'm hoping that they, they bring that out. Uh, I did see some of that in some of the earlier trailers for the new it. Well, yeah, cause the trailer's job is, I mean, the trailers are obviously going to be edited for like maximum, right. maximum like tension and boom. Yeah. You're walking in human shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was hilarious actually, um, because yeah, so I mean, okay, I don't, I don't. Maybe my analysis is not like I don't have a whole lot of analysis to throw at that. But just I remember, like, I really liked the trailer a lot. I really liked the sound design in the trailer, mm-hmm. um, just because they did not do the usual trailer thing. There's like the sound, sound design in trailers and actually editing of trailers is just getting really, really cutsy, pasty, samey, samey. Right. There's, there's always that shows a picture. Yeah thing didn't really do that and there wasn't that big i blame orin pelly for all of that shit it's just some really fucking lame shit and this didn't do that they actually kind of did the little thing my favorite part is just like like i think georgie it is georgie i only know i know his name from like a rocky horror callback yeah (laughs) there's always this one guy who in rocky horror when rocky falls into the pool would just be like hey georgie we all float down here georgie (laughs) when you're you're down here you float too and i never had i never I never even figured out what the fuck he was referencing, but it didn't matter. Um, so that's that's how I know his name is Georgie. Yeah. So, so that you have the frame of reference. <laughs> Pennywise in the sewer at the beginning of the book, yeah. is offering Georgie one his boat back, right? Because it it which you know, goes is shown in the, the trailer and yeah. is shown in the trailer, uh, and two wants to give him a balloon because balloons float, and when you go into the sewer with Pennywise, you'll float too. 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 Turning into Krusty the Clown. I know, right? <laughs> Hi, oh my God. Duh. Come on, but come on, Bart. You'll float too. Um, <laughs> no, but no. I like, but I like the way. Oh my God, no. But I like okay. the way. I like. I mean, I really liked it because because Georgie actually like busts out that line about halfway through that you'll float too, and then that fades into the back and just carries through the whole rest of the trailer. Right. As like part of the part of the background music for it, which kind of kicks ass. I really like that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like that, too. Because, I mean, Turns there, this- there are there are some references to Georgie coming back and haunting um, his brother, Bill, um, throughout the, throughout the movie. Right. Uh, you know, uh, well, throughout the book anyway. So having that that moment of, of tension with him and his brother in the sewer is is actually going to be a whole lot better than what it was in the TV miniseries. Yeah. It's going to be a whole lot more intense, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm glad that they're splitting the the children's story away from the adult story because they are two very different stories. Hmm. What I'm hoping with it is that they don't give us the the underage child sewer orgy um, because that needed to not happen. Those in are book, words that I, maybe shouldn't be together. I in the same know. Right? Underage child sewer orgy. I know. <laughs> um, Master uh, Splendor, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <clears throat> no. no. Show us on the shell where he touched you. <laughs> um, but I mean. So, but yeah, the, the trailer does show a lot of the kids. It doesn't really show much of the adult end of things. Right, and and that was intentional because right. that's basically how it, how it was split in the uh, in the miniseries as well. Although they were a little more intermingled, just because you know they were having flashbacks uh, to what they were experiencing when they gathered again, you know, before they gathered again when Michael was making the calls and after when they were at a friggin' Chinese restaurant getting stupid shit in their friggin' fortune cookies. So it's almost like a, just, you're making this sound like this weird kind of like a supernatural psychotic big chill. A little bit. Wow. A little bit. Um, and uh, but so I think they're also focusing on the, on the kids in the trailer. There's certainly a callback to like stranger things. Do you think? Oh, well, considering one of the kids is from stranger things. Oh shit. Which one? Oh, what's his name? The main character. Oh, the, 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 the I can't remember the kid's name. I don't remember any the of the kid kids that was name. running the D and D game. I, oh yeah. The, hey, look, these little things. I want to say his, I want to say his name is Mikey. I know that's not right. Uh, 
hang on. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does matter, I guess. If we're going to do this, we should be informative, but fucking hell. Exactly. Stranger uh, Things cast. Let's see. La, 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 it's going to be Mikey, la, la, la. isn't it? I think it is. Uh, not Millie Bobby. No. Uh, the character's name is Mike. Is the, the, the little actor is Finn Wolfhard. That's right. Finn. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is. I'm sorry. That is a name that's going to get you teased in school. Well, I can't I can't pick on the kid because he's a kid, but I swear to God, like as an adult, if you meet an adult who says, Hi, how you doing? I'm Finn Wolfhart. I'm like, when did I fall into a really shitty gay romance novel? Exactly. Why is there paranormal romance in my real life? No. <laughs> no. Who is my alpha? Are you my alpha? Fuck I think you, I'm your Meyer. mate. Fuck you, Stephanie. Anyway, somebody would have fucked Stephanie Meyer. We wouldn't have had this to begin with. Uh, I think somebody did. And that's the problem because she eventually found out what sex feels like and then decided to make vampires sparkle over it. She clearly needed to find a better class of dick. Exactly. Yeah. And probably not a Mormon dick. Oh, Hasadiga Ibuai. (laughs) Anyway, so um, (laughs) going back to it, uh, the the trailer, what I what I've been talking about about it. We have been. We have yeah. been talking about it. His this it. program brought to you by Trope Fest, Attack of the Killer Clichés. <laughs> anyway. Very smooth. All right. Uh, <laughs> so now, um, what I appreciated about this last trailer is that we finally got to hear Pennywise's voice. And it's so different from, from uh, Tim Curry that it's not even funny. It's amazing. It's, it's that soft creepy friggin child molester voice it's 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 gross and that's why i love it <laughs> that's i think that's where the, i think that's where the heath ledger thing was coming from not to be a real dick about that because i yeah. don't even like that movie but like he like it just kind of reminds me of, of that like he's he's not doing a, a comedy voice he's not doing like a an over-the-top voice he's just, it just he, he's just yeah bringing you that that milk toast voice where and I use that word a lot just because I like saying milk toast. But it's been in the sewers, not... so it's like poop-covered milk toast. Exactly. Which, you know... But milk <laughs> toast. Yeah. Anyway, I wish I had never it, started it's, that. It's that soft voice you expect from someone who has absolutely no fucking personality. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you know that it, it has that little undercurrent of just pure fucking evil. And I love it. Note to self, do future podcast in that voice. <laughs> just, just this. Welcome to Candy Coated Razor Blades. This is Bob. We no. are talking about movies. No, no. But no. So, so all in all, I, I mean, I know we're not giving you a breakdown of the trailer, which yeah. you probably don't need because 50 million other people have already done it. Literally anybody who actually cares about the trailer has already seen the trailer. So, I mean, you know. Exactly. So, no, it, um, it opens in November. I don't know the exact date I yeah. think it's somewhere around the 17th, but opens in November of this year. Make sure you go see it because, you know, remember horror is a captive audience. And the only way they make more horror movies is if we spend money on it. Mm. So now, uh, now on to the meat and potatoes <laughs> of this podcast. And if we're talking about a giant gorilla, so much meat and potatoes, there were no there were no twig and berries on display. I was disappointed. I was hoping to at least see some some Kong nuts, something. Right? right? Yeah, just uh, kind of swing those over somebody's face after, you know, you know one of those giant skeleton-faced dinosaur things. Just kind of teabag him. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so, Kong, Skull Island is what we're here to talk about today because we like giant monkeys. Oh, um, Maybe. They... Ish. Oh. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, uh, on the whole, I like giant monkeys. King Kong is a classic monster for a reason. This movie, on the other hand. <laughs> that reason is racism. Which, that reason is racism. Yeah, not really. really no, is. it's really not. Yeah. No. It's, okay. Speciesism? Well, let's just say that, like, and I realize See, King I, Kong I, was I, made in the 30s, but, like, the optics of the gigantic, very dark monkey seizing the Aryan blonde white girl and taking her to the top of the Empire State Building. It's this little thing that we have. It's this little thing we've invented in the in, in the millennial age called optics. <laughs> it's not so good. No, I mean, yeah. I I don't. I still don't count that as racism. It's a monkey, not a person. If it was, <laughs> if they had taken, 
<clears throat> that that like and just made a giant black dude then i could call it racism unless it happened in the 70s and then it would be the best movie ever right yeah right because you know black exploitation jesus so christ fun. why has nobody done that like attack of the 50 foot brother can i say that you're you're white so probably not shit I know. Dude, somebody... But somebody, it would be hilarious. Somebody do that. Like, like Blackula awesome. and Blackenstein. Oh. Yeah, now I feel bad. I feel like I'm appropriating. And Sugar Hill. Mm. Everybody forgets about Sugar Hill. Yeah. Anyway. I just derailed the fuck out of this. this you is, did. Which is good. Because racism. Racism. Racism derails everything. Really Remember does. that kid's racism bad. <laughs> just... So... Racism is for everybody. Hi, Kitty. All right. I, I'm glad that you decided to make up your own little song instead of quoting Avenue Q because we don't have the money to pay the rights for that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, so, uh, so going back into to King Kong for a minute, uh, this is very different from the Peter Jackson Kong. Uh, stylistically, it's pretty much the same because, I mean, it's a lot of things look the same and I think it was Weta Studios but I'm going to have to look that up but it's not related in any way it, there's almost no reference to the first movie there's no reference saying hey giant monkey climbs us Empire State Building we need to find this well the, well cuz yeah and that's Be, because the whole deal in this one is that they they were going to find this island because it had never been charted before so obviously since there's no, since no one's been there nobody's taken the giant monkey off the island nobody's taken the giant monkey off the island it hasn't you know stolen blonde women and climbed, climbed tall buildings right so and i feel like I don't know. I feel like there's like a 700 pound monkey in the room that I mean, because it is I don't think it's actually I haven't, I haven't seen the Peter Jackson um, Kong, which is fine. That didn't. Really... Why are you here if you've never seen any of this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. I, I, I delivered a pizza and I, and, and, and I have never left. <laughs> um, no, actually, just like I'm I'm Kong deficient. I've never actually seen I've never seen the original King Kong. I've never seen any of the remakes even. Uh, I haven't seen the 70s one. I haven't seen Kong Lives. Uh, is that what it was? I haven't seen any of those. I didn't even see Mighty Joe Young. Like the, the extent of my monkey watching in film is limited to like Project X uh, with Matthew, Matthew Broderick and that adorable like freaking chimpanzee. And that, that's not a giant monkey. No, but it was a really cool monkey. Well, it was a cool monkey. Yes. Um, so like, yeah, this is giant monkeys. I'm out of my I'm out of my element here, um, but the thing about this is that they, I think they're kind of. It seems like they're trying to set this up to be like a cinematic universe deal. They are. And, we we knew that ahead of time. Uh, we, we knew that they were trying to build that into the whole uh, Godzilla, Mothra, Toho Studios. Yeah, universe. because I, I mean, Godzilla versus King Kong already exists oh yeah they've done it already haven't they yeah that was one of the the toho films from ages ago so now they're doing it they're doing it again because people like giant things like giant lizards and giant robots and giant monkeys and giant three-headed whatevers and giant bugs and giant turtles and god damn why aren't they making a pacific rim sequel they are pacific rim 2 will be coming out shortly awesome there we go and that's legendary pictures too right that's the same same company yeah so yay so um, I, I don't think they'll be related. I, I don't think Guillermo del Toro will allow them to be related. Uh, related. However, I did notice I'm that just, there were a lot of similarities between uh, the giant monsters in yeah. Pacific Rim and a lot of the Toho things that oh, came yeah. out in the 60s and 70s. So especially that big one with the blade for a nose. Oh, I fuck remember, yeah. They were I specifically camera fighting that one. Well, they were actually specifically were, were referring to them as kaiju for that reason. I mean, yeah. they were trying to really just bring back the kaiju film. Which weirdly, I have more. Yeah, like I have, you know, um, it almost feels like they're trying to turn Kong into Gamera. Uh, um, in, in, because, you know, well, OK, the more modern iteration of Gamera, Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, those movies that came out in the 90s. Yeah. Please tell me you've seen those. Those yeah, are awesome. I, they're on the shelf. They're right on my there. shelf, too. So, well, here's the thing. Remember yeah. that Gamera is not Toho. I know it's not related to the rest of those characters. Yes, so so, so. that's how, that's why that's why Kong is Kong is like the standing in as like the meta Gamera because there's no Gamera in the Toho universe. Right. So the big monkey has to stand in for the turtle. Right. <laughs> I, that, I don't know. Uh, why does that sound racist? Monkey equals turtle. <laughs> so anyway, um, going into the the plot of the story, obviously we're looking at the end of the Vietnam War and we're looking at. Uh, veterans who are looking to go home 
after the Vietnam War. They're like, oh my god, I have one more day left, and then they send them to this uncharted island. Dear Billy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's write let's write letters to children in a, in a notebook that never actually gets sent. Dear to Billy, the child. You don't know this, but I will be dead by the halfway point of this movie. <clears throat> Dear Billy, I fear being eaten, but it's going to happen. Love, Dad. <laughs> Dear Billy, <laughs> do you like gladiator films? <laughs> Dear Billy, your life is a lie. I am just a cardboard simulacrum cut out stand up of a guy dear billy i'm sorry i couldn't actually be a father but you're welcome for the sperm donation <laughs> i think there needs to be a movie about billy billy needs his own billy needs a spinoff movie. billy's gonna get a friggin' revenge film oh go, no oh no uh, you killed my father prepared no. to die god damn it <laughs> Hello. i am billy <laughs> just all right we're just done. billy no just stop just billy we're, it's over we're good stop it stop stop it no. Stop it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just, and so, well, so I guess, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about like the, the weird tone, that kind of, hey, I just watched Apocalypse Now kind of well, tone that they strike in it, that? It sound it, I can't quite make heads or tails of it. Oh, I, I really can't because, because here's the thing. I, I understand that they wanted military support and I understand that they're, they're using that as an allegory for war. Um, because you're, you're taking people that have already gone from one war and are basically moving to the next, even though they don't know it. Right. You know, because not only are they dealing with the natives of that island who don't come across much of anything in regards to the majority of the military folk, whereas the military folk are just like, okay, we have an enemy. We're, we're just here to kill it. Right. Which does not necessarily put the military in a good light. But uh, yeah. if they're going for that, they needed to go for that. Well, I think the weird the weird thing about it, um, <laughs> dear Billy, what the fuck is up with the industrial military complex? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, so it just felt it felt felt kind of weird. Like I get it. Like okay, you're going you're going home. We're going home. Yay, we're going home. Which is a uh, bad movie speak for death awaits. Well, um, I mean it, and. The, the Sorry, other and and but the other thing and so I mean obviously they get they get dragged off for this escort mission in the A hooray, um, and then all of a sudden it seems like they tried to turn it into this weird character arc with Samuel L. Jackson of he almost turns into like almost turns into like Captain Ahab except Captain Ahab like quotes Jurassic Park and says mother wait does he say motherfucker no he Samuel says Jackson, smoke him if you got him Samuel L. Jackson has to say motherfucker it's I, like I'm, contractually obligated. I'm pretty sure he actually does say motherfucker at some point in the film but it's does. so ubiquitous now that <laughs> I just, just don't like, pay attention yeah he breathes motherfucker yes, as do I so okay no here's so here's <laughs> uh, so but like he has this kind of almost Captain Ahab is Captain Ahab-esque not Arabesque that's the porno I watched last night this Captain Ahab-esque uh, this sort of weird arc where he's like he gets obsessed with like I'm gonna go fuck up that monkey and it, his acting is better than mine but um I just found it really kind of I just uh, it was overplayed it it really was well, it, it was, was overplayed and it was it also tonally didn't really work in the rest of the movie because they were trying to like set up this weird gritty apocalypse now war thing and war is hell and oh my god and the craziness of war and he's just he's never gonna stop fighting that war there's just you gotta win the peace man no we're gonna kill the monkey um right and it, because that, killing the monkey is going to cause peace right and that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't work in a movie about a about a two-ton monkey fighting gigantic lizards with only two legs and that drag their assholes on the ground right it just it doesn't really work and um and maybe i'm a little jaundiced because i just i've seen that a million fucking times and i'm bored with it and right. you know all of this and he he went back who had the director whose name escapes me uh, justifiably because this is not really interesting yeah <clears throat> he go he he went back to the well and like he he played all of those old vietnam era songs i don't know if he actually played fortunate son but he sound it feels like he played fortunate it, son i mean even if he yeah. didn't it was he there. still pretty much did it was in your head right regardless. so it's like he's echoing like all of that shit from apocalypse now again and also predator with you know long tall sally as they're going in over the trees and being all machismo and shit right um and like that 
there's several problems with it. One, tonally it doesn't work. This is a movie about a giant monkey fighting other giant things. Like, let's let's I get it, but right, wrong movie. The other problem with it is it has it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. It just it's just there. Right. And so like the first, really like the first half hour to an hour of this movie, it just there's nothing going on. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of procedural stuff. Like you've got to see John Goodman talking about talking about going to the island and then they gotta they gotta go to the island and they gotta shit talk on the island and they gotta like have you know they gotta play black sabbath in their right. helicopters on the island and then you have to talk to john goodman and say you lied to me and you none of this is gonna happen none of this actually informs the story or has dick to do with dick and it's really frustrating um i i mean i i get you know spending 10 minutes saying yes send me out there because right. i need to find it and, I, and we need to claim this for the u.s i i mean that's that also speaks to nationalism, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, but yeah, you know, I, I get scientific discovery for the sake of scientific discovery. It's fine, but we didn't need a half an hour of getting all of the characters into one space. We didn't need the, the abject sexism of this person is a woman. Why is this person a woman? Because, I mean, there was another woman on board who was one of the scientists. Why would they question the photographer? Well, you know I mean? the one. Sorry, the cat, the cat just farted, which is odd. <laughs> Speaking of things which are surprising <laughs> and unpleasant, John C. Riley is in this movie. Uh, well, I mean, frankly, <laughs> John C. Riley was the best part of this movie, I, which makes me cringe. John, a John C. Riley filled me with a sort of eldritch kind of dread. I expected when he him up. to just like jump into Mr. Cellophane. Because, uh. um, but so, so going back to the, the woman thing and actually, cause like, and, um, basically there are two women in this film. Yeah. There's white photographer girl who is basically, well, I don't know why she's there. She doesn't do any, well, she's there for Kong to kind of look at and go, Ooh. yeah, and she, that's really it. Well, well, well that, and she was there to provide a pseudo love interest for Loki. Right. So, so, oh, this is, this is the, no, Tom Hiddleston's character is not actually gay. No. Although. He may as well be. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, like, the photographer character is, she's the weighted companion cube of this movie. Exactly. <laughs> they drag her, they drag her through all the levels of the movie I, and, I, like, put her down. It, it And it kills me because in the original King Kong and pretty much any of the remakes, yeah. the woman is the focus of the character because all of the Kong movies up until this point, the the original, the remake, the, the Peter yeah. Jackson remake, um, the woman is Kong's love interest. Right. Which I, I, I don't know if they were trying to just get away from that because ubestiality or, you know, how is she going to fit that into that? I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, giantism is a fetish thing. Mm-hmm. It does exist. Macro. It, yeah. Macro mm-hmm. is weird. I, I mean, I kind of get it, though. It's it's a little hot, but not not my thing, really. So giant Kong Bukaki. Kong cock. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can go purchase at your local dildo store. Jesus. Um, the internet has The internet has things. strange things. Thank you, Rule 34. But, um, so, like, so she... So, but she, she's she's useless. Now. She's just there. And, she, and it, yeah, and this is, like, you know, this is a freaking 2017, and we have this female character who is... She's there. She she has nothing to do. Uh, really. Other than being your your stock movie feminist, she has nothing to do with the actual plot because unlike the original where she is not taken by Kong to be protected right which is fine because you know she's a strong independent woman don't need no man blah um she's also not instrumental in the plot at all and I just knocked my microphone so really I'm glad not. I didn't have the headphones on I could hear it from over here right yep yeah so um I also love but but she kind of has, she has her own personal agency. She has no stock in the film. I think that was actually that's yeah. I was getting ready to head that way. That like she's she's kind of given this weird sort of watered down kind of wibbly wobbly Hollywoody feminism. It's like I'm a strong girl, damn it. <laughs> and then like she gets no agency throughout the rest of the film. She doesn't really get anything to do. She has no right. She's not really there. And and, and the other scientists, right? The the Asian scientist woman whose name i cannot remember well she's there she's She's... there so the other person of color still left in the cast by the end has a female of his very own exactly (laughs) that's really all she's there for and that's kind of all he's there for which is 
and, a, a, a fucking downer. Like and, he, and and that kills me because we we yeah. do have a, a person of color as one of the the scientists on the good side, but we also have the the person of color being the villain. Yeah, of the piece. So it there's it's kind of almost like this zero sum racism thing <laughs> going on. Racism. It's like it's like a flat line. It's like okay, <laughs> it's we like, we kind of have racist shit over here, but we have like yeah. the good stuff over here. But we also have the white knight, you know, yeah. in the form of Tom Hiddleston, literally white, literally white, pasty white. Yeah, he's he needs a tan. He glows. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> But yeah, like I could have, I mean, I could have, I could have just as easily seen like maybe John Goodman's character completely disappear. As much as I love John Goodman, he had no reason to be in this movie. Right. And so you could have maybe just expanded the other scientist guy who was with him and he could have just been like a driving force behind the movie and he would have been fine. Um, I guess it might have made him slightly Lando-ish because, oh, you lied to me. Whatever. Right. But I just, I think they, they've, they've written like three different movies here. Like they're, they're trying to set up, is it Monarch? Not Monarch. It's not Monarch, is it? The name of the organization? Uh, Monarch well, is the name of something on Venture Brothers. Isn't Monarch it? is, in fact, Venture Brothers. Hang on Thank a second. Fuck, man, I was getting weirded about weirded out about that. Um, God, now I need to know. I'm I know little phones that live in our pockets. Oh, let's see. But the 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 idea being that like uh, they spent so much time setting up this organization that John Goodman belongs to that is going to be driving so much of the action in this sarcasm quotes monster verse. Um, and I kind of don't care about that. Yeah, I um, I really don't either. Why does Wikipedia not? Oh, it is Monarch. Ha! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that changes everything. I yeah, love this does. idea now <laughs> because I swear to God, I'm pretty sure Monarch is the name of uh the. the it is this, the, the Monarch. The Monarch. Yeah. Is, there is we go. The villain in the Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Dr. Mrs. the Monarch. <laughs> Darling, I love you. All of a sudden, I am now excited for the rest of these films. I want more. <laughs> all of them. Bring them as all long to as me. They, as long as they leave the, the quote-unquote skull crawlers where they belong in the ground. Because they were just pretty useless. I, I had more fun watching Kong fight the giant squid. But that's because I like squid. I was... Obey your cephalopod overload. I was actually already so far out of the movie by that point that I I missed most of that scene because I was Googling whether or not there's such a thing as a fucking freshwater octopus. That, by the way, there's not. No, there is not. <laughs> so so just, that, that's just like, I spent the entire thing like, okay, this is bullshit. You can't have a mammal of that size. It just doesn't work. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Biologically it might be a impossible. Lagoon. We don't know if that's fresh at all. Oh, yes, we do. We know it's freshwater because Kong drinks from it, for one. Kong is an ape. He's not. Apes smart. know not to drink salt water. Are you insulting his intelligence? I mean, he's he's big, but he's not dumb. That is a filthy lie. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, granted, he he is a creature that the 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 vaguely ethnic, mostly Asian slash um slash South American people that I they couldn't really decide on. <laughs> Um, they, they, they do worship Kong as a God because what else are you going to do with a 50 foot fucking monkey? He has the largest dick on the Island. I mean, you have to, you have to worship that tease. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have no idea what like, that look was. <laughs> just like waving that wang around, just swinging that dick. Um, yeah, we lost it. <laughs> So, which again brings us back to the whole racism thing. I'm like, I'm glad you didn't actually make it, you know, black people, but yeah. you you still basically said, oh hey, let's 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 create a a vaguely multicultural <laughs> very, fucking cargo cult, very half-assed kind of almost <laughs> cargo cult. It's like, um, we're not really sure what we're appropriating here. Let's be honest. Which I guess, in a, you know, what in a way that's almost almost okay that was the least i didn't have as anywhere near as many problems with i didn't i didn't have the rest of it you're you're right i didn't have as many as much problems with the tribal people as yeah. i did with the people going to invade their island <laughs> they were also just kind of again they were also just kind of there they didn't really have anything 
Um, they they just they provided permission for John C. Riley to be an idiot. That's what yeah, they did. that's really it. It's like anything, anything that they that they had to uh, to offer was basically delivered through this conduit of John C. Riley. He's like right. a pipeline. He's he's like the Dakota Access pipeline for their shit, whatever. Uh, and, and you know he was fucking that Japanese dude, right? Mm. He had to be. I don't know. All I know oh, is I love him so much. I'm gonna take his sword with me everywhere. Oh, I miss that man of mine. As much as I, and as much as I dislike John C. Riley, because actually I don't even need to qualify that. I just dislike John C. Riley because. Well, don't you? Um, it depends on what he's in. I actually did enjoy him in Chicago. Because he does have, I mean, he does have a Ugh. lot of roles where he just fits. And, and this actually was not his worst role. I didn't not like this character. He, I did like that he was sort of this impetus for everything else that didn't necessarily need to be there. I, th I think if, like, if they're going to do that, I, I would have preferred maybe they could have just like stuck with him. Like they have that that little opening shot of him and the ja and the the Japanese pilot. They crash land on the island and they're going to try to kill each other. And then, I mean, they don't even necessarily need to like, you know, turn the Japanese pilot into Wilson or whatever and do that shit. But I mean, maybe like or Friday. But since he's going to be like, since he's going to be very clearly the focal point of the damn movie, like maybe not having him disappear for an hour of runtime would yeah. be a good idea. Yeah, um, probably. And the other but, problem is just the, the the way they're using. I think well, the, the way they used all the actors in the movie is really lazy. Like John C. Riley is yes, he is a good actor. He is a man of, uh, he has like pathos and he has all of these things. He he's he actually can do a lot of things really well. But it feels like they sort of just grabbed him because well, fuck it, we can't find Randy Quaid. So here, you just come here and be well, Randy cause, Quaid because Randy Quaid is dead. <clears throat> he died. Years ago. I thought he just went nuts. Th this interview is with a person who who has not paid attention to pop culture in how long? I didn't realize he died. I thought he just went like all conspiracy theorist and, and lost his I'm shit. Pretty sure he's dead. <clears throat> uh, Wikipedia still refers to him in the present tense. So uh, I think he's not dead. Nope, he is 66 years old and not dead. Okay. I, why did I think he was dead? First, first line of Wikipedia. Randy Quaid is an American actor. He is not dead. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a liar. Not yes. really. I'm just uninformed. But no, or, he. Or, um, but he's not. He's also not been in anything for about seven, eight years now. Because I think he. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember. I don't recall his his personal history. I think he got arrested or something. And 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 and. Man, I hope yeah, some of this is true of where we're getting sued. There was a lot of crazy with yeah. Randy Quaid. So basically, like, Randy Quaid is not acting anymore. Therefore, John C. Riley is is now, our, he's like our Randy Quaid stand-in for this movie. Uh, I mean, yeah. And, but, but I mean, they couldn't get fucking, oh, what's his name? Also super crazy. Either one of the two. Gary, Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey doesn't have the pathos to do that. Gary no, Busey would just be doesn't. like. No, he doesn't. It would be a, no. <laughs> Carrie Busey would just be like gnawing on Kong's the upper thigh, like the last thing I know that Gary Busey did was the Ginger Dead Man. So <laughs> I, I don't think anyone really wants to work with him anymore. This is the other one. Um, who's the other super crazy one? Mr. Busey, you cannot eat the monkey. Um, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, so I mean, like, but they, I mean, they basically did that. They like have these like you know because I mean they they got they got Sam Jackson in the movie. Just to be a really lazy version of Sam Jackson, like yeah, my like did did you did you catch the Jurassic Park throwback? Oh, totally. Smoke. No, smoke if you got, oh, it wasn't even that. Hold one. on to your butt. Hold on to your butts. Yeah. It was like son of a bitch. I know. Like, um, I heard I was, that and I'm like, really? Oh, that was almost as bad as the. That was like that was my Assassin's Creed two moment when when the, the digressions when you get to the when you get to the to, to the estate in Assassin's Creed two and your uncle comes along and says, "Hey, it's a me, Mario." <sighs> but um so that was that and they got john goodman to play just a really lazy version of john goodman um they got tom hiddleston to stand there pretty much this entire movie <laughs> is i need a pool <laughs> it really is i need a pool the, this is this is our current 
Jaws 4, except not as bad as Jaws 4. Nothing is as bad as Jaws 4. This this ultimately, like like I say in a lot of the the reviews that I give, this is ultimately, if you have a couple hours, watch it. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to be... You know, award-winning fiction, but it's not going to hurt you. Uh, I would amend that to say, if you have two hours left to live, watch this movie. It'll feel like four. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, just, just to extend lap, your lap. life a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about, really. It's just, it's not a, not. It's, it's just not a great movie. There's, there's, there's so little going on. It's like there's all this lens flare and there's CGI shit happening, and and it, it, and none of it really. It, works. I mean, three out of five freshwater. Mollusk tentacles. Eh, eh, I don't know. It's like it, it's, it's not. It's not bad. It's just not good. It's, but and that's and that's in a way that's almost worse. I think yeah. I would rather watch something bad than watch something that's just there. Right, uh, because you know, bad gives me a reason to swear. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, not that anything yeah. really has more of a reason to swear than anything else, but yeah, yeah I it, will say like, that I got a couple laughs out of it. There were a few moments of so bad it's good, um, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they were—I don't know—I'm not sure. I guess it goes back to the tone of the movie, like they were trying to play it because they spend the first part of the movie setting up all of these soldiers and right. you know, one more day and then we're going home, dear Billy. Uh, my death will be played for laughs. Um, right. It, it it just seems like somebody read the later editions of Hackslash and said, we need to do a giant monster movie. Well, but it's also like, because the two, like the two big thing, the two like big parts where people die, I guess there's three, because there's one where Dear Billy, your dad just got squished or something. No, your, Dear Billy, your dad just got eaten. eaten. Yeah. And oh, then here's but, dad's skull. So then there's these other two moments where, and there's one of them, you know, where like one, one side, a blue coat scientist guy gets dragged off the boat and then like just silhouetted elegantly in front of the setting sun and torn apart by right. fucking pteranodons. Right. And that was funny as shit. That was funny. And that's not supposed to be funny as shit. Not in this movie. Like I, this is not a movie that, that can tonally make I that mean, work. The, the other, one of the other moments that, that you, you reference in there is, that is the spider leg through the fucking mouth. Oh yeah. I'm that. like, first off spider. Ew. Second <laughs> giant spider. Oh, hell no. Just <laughs> <laughs> reminded me of the, just reminded me of limbo. The video game. Third. Get rid of that gag reflex, girl. Just <clears throat> no. You should be able to um, take that. Get the it. other, the Get other. Sorry. You. I know you. No, no, but the other, the other death actually in this one, it, it was hysterically funny, but it also pissed me off because you got like that stoic soldier guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't got no family at home. This is my thing. And like, oh, okay, he's gonna die in an interesting way. And so then he like, you know, takes his grenades and he's like, I'm about to sacrifice myself for the good of my boys, my team, and all of this. And he goes right. up, come on, you bastard, and you know what's coming. And then all of a sudden, basically, there's this little tail whip, and he goes flying off against the cliff and explodes. What the fuck was that? That was Why? that was hysterically that was, funny. It was hysterically funny, but I'm like, you you just took something that could have actually had meaning, yeah, and turned it into a fucking joke. So what? that's like, I think that it's, it's that kind of shit, like that makes me even like more angry about <laughs> about all of that attempted human drama in the first half of the movie because it's just gonna pay off stupid, right? And like, uh, yeah, it's it's a funny idea. Like, if you know, if I were writing something and I was like, we're going to spend an hour getting to know this guy and then we're going to kill him in a really funny way. We didn't get to know him. We knew that he ate cold beans out of a can. <laughs> That's pretty much all we knew about him. And he ate in the middle of a combat situation, which his his person of color friend decided to call him on. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Yeah. We've already been through this. Didn't, weren't, didn't you, were you in yeah. the same Vietnam I was? Cause you know, you eat when you get a chance. That's how, excuse this me, happens. waiter. I don't like this Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fly in my it's Vietnam. A bit, a fly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all in all, again, when it comes to Kong, um, watch it if you want. I, it's not great. It's it's better than the mummy was, so that's fine. But um, yeah, it I, I like I said, three out of five freshwater mollusk mollusk tentacles. So there's that. So we'll, yeah. we'll get Andy's opinion, and then, then I'm gonna throw something else at him. My 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 opinion can best be summed up by a, I don't like I don't like it when a movie leaves me nothing to think about. 
or talk about or really much do. It's just kind of a thing that you can put on. It's in the background. It's like a baby box. There's colorful, flashy things happening. Um, the camera's moving. Their people are making noises with their mouth holes, but none of it really amounts to much. So um, I'm hoping that they they make the universe they're trying to build better in terms of plot because I, I really think that this was a movie just to set up a fight between King Kong and Godzilla which you can totally do that but they just they spent so much time trying to set up the lore of Kong and there was this big info dump in the middle of it like Kong is actually the good guy he's the thing that keeps all of the other stuff from happening Right, uh, that's great but uh, but we don't care Kong doesn't have an interesting movie to be Kong in which is a bummer right so I, I uh, mean Peter Jackson's Kong was so much better so, in, in a, terms of plot and in terms of expecting what's going to happen yeah. uh, Peter Jackson's remake is is yeah. easily the best of the three Kong films in terms of that because uh, we're not counting this one in that set of remakes no, because um, it's definitely its own thing. And it's as a film, it just doesn't work. Uh, as a branding exercise, maybe. I have to admit, I was. how much cooler would this movie have been if, like, Gypsy Danger had just, like, come in and right. like, kicked the shit out of everybody? I... So, God damn. But anyway, so so that's Kong. We We kind of didn't care for it, but it's not horrible. So Throw. in other news, oh, here's, here's what I'm going to toss at Andy. So, ha- have you heard that they're going to be doing a Little Shop of Horrors remake? Oh no, bracing for impact. I uh, uh, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna judge it on its merits. I don't think it's necessary because you know the the movie the the excuse me the first remake of the movie because we know that it goes back to that Roger Corman. Well, it's a derivative work. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a film adaptation of the off off Broadway musical, which did eventually end up on Broadway because David Geffen had money. Right. And liked it. And and I've seen the Broadway show and it's amazing. Mm, Not the original run, obviously, but no, because even then, even with the original show, they were using Jim Henson puppets. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get a budget. Right. When you can spend the money on a giant plant, you're going to. So, but here's here's the thing that's killing me about it. It's not that it's not that it's going to be done because I expect it to be done. I am. I am. I'm very skeptical just from the start. So, sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm skeptical of it, too, because nobody's really going to beat Rick Moranis and Ellen Green. They're not. No. However, they're planning on uh, or at least they're in talks to use Josh Gad. As Seymour. And Rebel Wilson as Audrey. I I can almost see Josh Gad because he is boring. And here's that word again: milk toast, milk toast. I think the only okay. I the problem with Josh Gad in is I'm I'm thinking of Josh Gad the movie actor, which is not what I want. No one wants Josh Gad, the guy who was in Pixels, but he had a Broadway career. Yeah. And he's actually like really good in Broadway. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, that, that's why I kind of don't have a problem. I mean, I, like... I don't want to see, you know, Olaf Krellborn, but, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I think that stylistically, I think that talent wise, he's not a bad choice for that part. Rebel Wilson, on the other hand, oh. I, and and I understand that when I see Audrey, when I when I see that character, I see, you know, stacked in leopard print. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see Racktastic. And I see Ellen fucking Green. Uh, right. Basically. Exactly. Uh, or more specifically, I hear Ellen Green. Right. Because Ellen, oh my God. I, I'm just not sure. Yeah. Because that character is is very specifically, I'm from New York. Basically, I am from the slums of New York, and this is how I... The gutter. The gutter. You know, I, I don't know if, if Rebel Wilson's going to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know. She may. I mean, I, I, I like Rebel Wilson. I do. She, she's not... She's funny. I couldn't tell you anything that Rebel Wilson's been in. Pitch Perfect. I have not seen that. Welcome to Candy Coated Razor Blades, where Andy sees nothing. And yeah, I have well, seen no movies. What, where, where my co-host no knows nothing about <laughs> I, anything, but he owns a laptop, and he, that's all we really need. And he owns most of the audio equipment. <laughs> no. But no, so. I, I, I swear to God, I watch movies. I really do. 
just just only the ones I tell him to watch. No, that's not true either. <laughs> no, be, because you sit and watch Paprika in Brazil, which are great movies. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my problem. I like good movies. <laughs> so, so we have talked about killer clowns. We have talked about giant monkeys. We have talked about man-eating plants, my favorite of the animals, and large Kong and Kong cock. Yes. So that's it for this week. Please join us next time when we talk about something else that you probably don't care about. Bye! The Candy Coated Razor Blades podcast is produced by a giant freshwater octopus named Squishy. It's distributed under Creative Commons License 3.0, Attribution, Non Commercial, Share Alike. Theme music is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit their website at www.laserbeast.com. <laughs>